The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Thanks for calling Miss Heather's Psychic Hotline and for your free tarot reading. Please state your name. Um, Mark? So, Mark, would you like to find out what Miss Heather sees for you? Well, uh, actually, I meant to call Cabela's, but, um... Got you instead. Oh, well, they are the world's foremost outfitter, but Miss Heather is the world's foremost psychic. So what do you say, Mark? Uh, fine. Will I harvest any record book animals this fall? I see bountiful harvests for you this fall, Mark. But somebody by the name of Jim in your hunting party will completely strike out, as in come home empty-handed and broken. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks, Miss Heather. So today on The Revolution, Jim and Trav have prepared a big game fall forecast. And they'll be joined by Ralph and Vicky Sianzarulo from Archer's Choice, National Deer Alliance Craig Doherty, Run to Guns Jordan Miller, and Lee Lakoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Now, here's Jim and Trav. Everyone clap for Bunny. Oh, yeah. Baby, you you had a baby on uh, the fifth. I did. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, a little boy. Little boy. You know, when you when you went to have the baby, I was looking fat. Okay. And you look really pregnant. Now you come out and you look all slim and trim, and I still look really fat. Those pregnancy pounds, they're a real I know it. You know. It's the beer pounds. <laughs> all right, so this is our no, anyways, congratulations to the both of us and also to Jimbo. Yeah. That's right. um, Grandfather Day. Anyways, we're talking about a big game fall forecast on today's show. Pretty exciting. Uh, we're gonna have Craig Doherty on from the National Deer Alliance. Also, Ralph and Vicky Sianzarulo from Archer's Choice. They're on Monday's outdoor channel, 6 30 p.m. Eastern time. And uh Lee the from Crush. From Crush. Lee and Tiffany. That is Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, Jordan Miller. Run to gun. He's going to tell me how to get skinnier so I can... Or in more shape. It's something like that. I'm in a lot of shapes. <laughs> right, Today so, it's a pair. Mr. Bunny, you're going to cover some uh, a whole bunch of uh, big game forecasts, right? Big game fall forecast. We're going to kind of talk about a, a quick overview of some big game um, animals for the season. All right, so this big game fall forecast with Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Nissan. Nissan. Every day's a revolution. Can't believe I held it that long. Don't really. you just it love is. Brad Paisley? You got to. Welcome to the future. Hi, Brad Paisley. Yes. Welcome to the future. Mrs. Bunny, tell us about this. What are we doing? The whitetail okay. uh, forecast first? Whitetails. Prognosis is pretty good this year. All across the country, EHD, the instances of EHD this year weren't nearly as bad as they have been in years past. Obviously, because the 2012 EHD outbreak was so bad, that it's like like the second worst ever, I think they said, on, on in record. And that 20, coincides with the drought, though. Is that 2012? Right. 2012 it was, yeah. And so uh, a lot of um, populations are still coming back from it. However, as a um, as a overall, though, pretty decent season coming forward. Um, hunt are largely responsible for this big um, buck boom that you see because uh, a lot of people are letting the little ones go. They're passing on them in order to um, get bigger ones. So, yeah. 
um, as a result, some states to look at for trophy potential that maybe you wouldn't think of. Mississippi, um, they have minimum point restrictions and a lot of public hunting opportunities, and they are going to be an up-and-comer. Uh, Arkansas, also a great deer state, a lot of public land and uh-huh. high trophy potential in some of the regions. You know, it reminds me of MASH. Half the family's pregnant, <laughs> the other half's dying. Yeah. <laughs> you know? All right, well, so overall, uh, whitetail forecast, not too bad. No, not too bad. Now, how does that hold true to mule deer? Now, they're, I mean, they're kind of struggling. Mule deer are struggling, and it's drought-related, mostly across the country, uh, where you see their struggling numbers. Um, if you're a trophy hunter, though, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and Idaho now, why, are your biggest, are, are you going to be your game changers? Is that only because the geographical location of where they are Well, uh, is in a drought versus the whitetail? Because, I mean, you know, we kind of have, they, they cohabitate here. Um, but like you get into Colorado, was it a drought this past uh, Colorado? Well, in in, in the uh, lower in the lower Rockies, they've had they've had issues with drought as well. However, yeah, that's that uh, that line from like a Durango East, right? But when you Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and Idaho, when you get further up into the mountains, the the whole reason that they're doing well up in the in the higher parts is because of the snowpack that they had last year. The weather. Um, the weather was really great. Uh, they got 100% really socked in the moisture. Yeah, got 100% of normal snowpack combined okay. with um, some spring rains and um, all that together has added to um, a lot of vegetation for them to eat and stuff like that. So yeah, on the whole, uh, in those in those four states, the mule deer hunting is good. Other states where there's been drought, um, they're lacking a little bit. So, okay, so whitetail, great. Mule deer, so-so. How about elk? Elk, same thing. Wyoming, Montana, Colorado, Idaho are going to be- Booming. Yeah, are going to be your best dates. They're booming. Uh, you know, you have all these doomsday predictors that, you know, elk are in so much trouble. And yeah, I mean, there might be there might be decline of the herds and stuff, but those four states definitely aren't aren't feeling it too much. Um, you know, no one talks about the decline in prairie dogs. <laughs> no. Because it's just not true. <laughs> I just... Had to throw had that to throw in there. In. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, also, some, obviously, some um, storied uh, states that always produce uh, Arizona, they always produce great um, bull elk while they might be going down. On a positive note, some elk that are thriving in places that they haven't and that they're offering tags, Kentucky, um, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and Michigan, as well as Virginia. Yeah, I heard Michigan is an up-and-coming state. Yeah, as really? well as well, there's Virginia. Been, there's been elk in Michigan for, geez, probably 60, 70 years. That's a but, rumor. Yeah, but it's all primarily on private land. There is some on public land, but you do have to be drawn for it. So it's not right. everybody can go harvest one no. in Michigan. No, huh? All right, so, so it's going to be high fence. It's they called have, the Great Lake. They have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you call it, I call it a fence, you call it a lake. Who Anyways. dug that moat in the first place? All right, now, how about moose? I mean, we never hear the, the plight of the moose, except for like Bo Winkle, and he's on a lot of pajamas. Well, you do. I mean, um, moose in the United States have gotten a lot of attention because the numbers are just on a massive downward decline. In some now, why is that, though? Well, they don't know. There's they're the subject of, what state is it that there's the subject of like a massive uh, test? Uh, Minnesota. They they halted all moose hunting indefinitely in 2013 because of the falling population. Really? And now the animals are subject to an in-depth study to determine why the moose population has fallen 52% since 2010. Oh, my also God. they've got 52% they've got... since two, that's four years. Yeah. <laughs> that is genocide on the moose. But if they don't do something with the wolves, it's going to be down to zero. Exactly. Holy, well, well you can't. Predation, predation's a lot of it. Uh, New Hampshire's also seen a 40% decline over the last three years. Vermont Moss moose population has fallen, and so there's a lot of uh, there's a, a lot of uh, what is going on with the moose? The ISIS people are coming over, and they're hauling it back up to Canada. Well, so um, now how about antelope? I mean, I I've you know 
Most people call them a nuisance. Speed goats. Speed goat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. They get no respect. That, that should be a That's drink. That's the Rod, Rodney Dangerfield of hunters. I'm I feeling don't. down in the dumps. Go drink a speed goat. <laughs> yeah. I don't the? know that a lot of people... Um, Appreciate? Really, yeah, well, really um, really seek after um, pronghorns like they do the I other... I think they're awesome. Like they do the other big game animals. We have um, a resident herd just right around where we live. Uh, they're about beautiful. a stone's throw from where we're sitting right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. There's, I've killed several with a stone. <laughs> They're some of the dumbest animals that I have ever witnessed up close deer hunting. I mean, they're so curious and they, um, you know, I've never had You're a You're the problem right there yeah. because you, you get other people talking and thinking like you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that anyways, was nasty. Um, they uh, What do you are, want to say bad about Jim now? Yeah. <laughs> He's the dumbest. It's coming. If you... <laughs> If you're looking for success, uh, pronghorns uh, are going to put you on a trophy path this year. Uh, the success rate tends to run about 80% in states with strong populations. Uh, the strongest population is in Wyoming. Despite uh, drought and things like that that have made the population decline a little bit, Wyoming is your um, your go-to state. Uh, West Texas uh, has um, plenty of antelope. Um, Montana and then obviously Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona are great places for trophy um, pronghorns. But uh, all that to say, the big game animals obviously hurt by the drought the last few years. But all in all, it's not a doomsday forecast. It's going to be pretty good. That's right. You heard it from Mrs. Bunny. Everything's looking up. Yeah, go buy a license and get yeah, out there. so blame it on me. Yeah, hey! Every day's a revolution. You going to have another baby? No. Welcome to <laughs> the future. Elijah Boone's the last. He's the last boy. Last Elijah honor. Boone. That's right. his name. Huh? Yep. So congratulations to you, Mrs. Bunny. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Oh, yeah. All right. So this is our Big Game Fall forecast on today's show. Uh, Who's that's on what the we're show talking about. Coming up next, we're going to have uh, Craig Doherty. He is the executive director of the National Deer Alliance. We're also going to hear from Ralph and Vicky, Seance Rulo, Archer's Choice. They're on Outdoor Channel. Also, Lee Lukoski from Crush. With Lee and Tiffany and Jordan Miller. Run to gun. He's going to tell me how to not be fat anymore. So I got to get to a break. We want to say a big thank you, though, to Outdoor Channel. Outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. Nissan, NissanUSA.com. Ruger, Ruger.com. High Mount Seasonings. H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Cabela's. World Hormones Outfitter. Cabela's.com. All right, Cabela's short there. Lucky Buck. Lucky-Buck.com. Remington, anybody? RemingtonUSA.com? I think it's just Remington.com. Oh, man, that was terrible. All right, Extreme Beam. ExtremeBeam.com. They'll light the way. I gotta get to break. Here's Mark. Don't go anywhere. We will continue more. Right big game, this. big game fall forecast. Craig Dorsey. Don't go anywhere. National Deer Alliance. In a minute. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com has hundreds of hours of archive shows, tips, tips, advice, and interviews from Cat Daddy, Chance Orth, plus expert advice and articles from outdoor industry pros. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com is the place to go, and the boys will return with more of their big game fall forecast in just a minute. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Attention Dish subscribers, tune in for a free preview of Outdoor Channel on Channel 396, now until September 30th. Experience the outdoor lifestyle with Outdoor Channel and its entire range of heart-pounding and action-packed adventures that take place in some of the most picturesque locations across the country and around the globe. A free preview of Outdoor Channel is available to all Dish customers on Channel 396. For LED flashlights with brighter, tighter beams that allow you to see farther and run longer with its 12-hour standard mode runtime and 7 hours in high mode. 
Extreme Beam TAC24 LED flashlights run longer. That's TAC24 by Extreme Beam, the passion to outperform. For more information, go to www.extremebeam.com. Remington Gun Care Products. They last longer and clean deeper, giving you better accuracy, a smoother action, and the confidence you need for the most demanding shots. Trusted by the world's top armorers, Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. Increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using Lucky Buck Mineral. Dump a bucket of Lucky Buck in front of your trail cameras, and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it. The sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close. Lucky Buck Mineral. Grow bigger bucks or get your money back. This revolution is going to make us a fortune. The revolution. You are both slanderous perverts with Jim and Trav. Here's the boys. I think now with the issues we're seeing, deer herd declines, disease, uh, severe winters, I mean, some things we can address, some things we can't here, but I think for the first time it's made hunters realize that we must band together. There you have it, Brian Murphy, CEO, uh, QDMA. Weren't you running for that title, Jimmy? (laughs) Yeah, I was. Matter of fact, he was alluding to the fact that we really need a National Deer Alliance. And right now we have the executive director of the National Deer Alliance, Craig Doherty. That's a quinky dink. What a quinky dink, huh? Anyways, we're just now being joined by Craig Doherty, and he is, once again, the executive director, a little redundant there, of the National Deer Alliance. Now, National Deer Alliance, I'm just going to call it NDA. You just said National Deer Alliance six times. Well, something like that. I can't count that you well. You can't but say it, it enough. It's, it's a lot. important. Yeah, now, does this encompass all things deer, Craig? I mean, whitetail, mule deer, blacktail, basically. Sitka. If it's a deer, do you guys champion it and recognize it? Yeah, it's it's all about deer, and it's uh, any anything that calls itself on their business card a deer, we're in. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you do cover all species of deer in which moose is included in that, correct? Um, no, we're not. Right now, we're not organized around moose. Uh, basically, I would just say the things we call deer. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're interested in like-minded partners with this thing and if the moose folks have uh, an issue and they want to bring it to the national deer alliance by all means we're all ears you guys don't ostracize the species you know (laughs) now it's been argued that with disease predators everything facing deer that this is just an evolutionary process this is not something that they haven't faced uh 200 years ago just us as human beings you and me craig weren't around to see it you know everything evolves there's always a new 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 challenge that's facing everything whether it's humanity an animal the ecosystem Urban sprawl yeah do you think that maybe sometimes things are blown out of proportion let's say predator management uh cwd so on and so forth or do you think that this is truly a real threat that needs to be addressed and handled immediately. Well, we're not sure if we're going to cure chronic wasting disease or we're going to do anything significant about predators. Uh, but let's look at it through another lens. Um, the threats to deer today, let's call urban sprawl, lack of habitat, habitat being turned into, you know, wheat fields and corn fields. Um, Various deer diseases, which are spreading pretty pretty quickly and taking their toll on deer, automobiles, you name it. Uh, there's a lot of threats uh, around for deer. They cause what they're stimulating, though, are conversations and there's decisions being made every week, yeah. if not every day, about deer. Now, how do we manage this thing? There's fish and wildlife agencies. There's 
other groups who are in a seat of control making these decisions. And they often make them with what they typically term stakeholders in mind. And frankly, the National Deer Alliance, uh, our goal is to enlist a million deer hunters in our organization. Oh, wow. So we, and, and it's, it's very possible to do it. I'll explain that in a few minutes to do that, something like that. And what we want here very much is a seat at the table when these decisions are being made for the American deer hunter or the North American deer hunter. We want to make sure when decisions are being made on how to manage an issue that affect deer, how to manage an issue that predator issue that affects deer, that not only is the bear hunters uh, sitting at the table, but we want to make sure the deer hunters are sitting at the table. And frankly, if the deer hunter is the 800-pound gorilla in the room, so be it. Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, with 11 million hunters out there, uh, you would think that they would have a voice, but they haven't had it up until now. How can we be a part of what you're doing to help you out? And also, how do you become a member and what's it cost? Well, uh, th that's more good news. The, the good news is that it doesn't cost anything to join the NDA. You bet. And uh, to become a member, how do we do that? Where do we have to go? Pretty simple. You just go to nationaldeeralliance.com, and you'll land on a landing page, and uh, basically it'll say, join now, and you click on it, and another screen will drop down. It'll say, uh, what's your name, where are you from, and uh, what's your email address? And after you do that every week, you will get uh, a deer update on what's going on around the country in deer. And we'll be asking you questions every week. We want to know what the deer hunters are thinking about. We want to know what issues are important to them. Every week we put a, a simple couple question survey out there. Every week we put the results of last week's survey. Uh, it's very much an advocacy model that we're pursuing with this program. Um, fundamentally, uh, the way it's set up, if, at 9 in the morning we can hear about an issue, let's say, in in southern Wisconsin, by noon we can have, through the cyber world, have the thing kind of wrestled to the ground and understood. By 1 o'clock in the afternoon, we could get an e-blast out to 10,000 Wisconsinites mm -hmm. who might and will have a very big interest in that. And by 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we can get a petition on a governor's desk. All right. So once again, where can we find you online? What's your web address? NationalDeerAlliance.com. NationalDeerAlliance.com. I'll tell you what, if it's free, sign up. Sign up twice. Get your kids, your neighbors. What does it hurt to sign up? And this is the problem is I we've always had this devil may care attitude, you know. Ah, you know, like I like I you let said Joe the do it. Yeah, let Joe do it. Ah, it's not a big problem because it's not affecting me in my area. Well, let's take that approach. Uh, and five years down the road, and everybody's going to have a big problem. There are going to be no deer, like you were saying. Uh, one more time, nationaldeeralliance.com. Hop online. Become a member today. Get off your lazy butts and get involved. Been talking with Craig Doherty, and he's the executive director of the National Deer Alliance. We want to say a big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, Cabela's, Lucky Buck, and Remington. Yeah. Hey, coming up next is Ralph and uh, Vicky Sians Rulo. They have Archer's Choice, comes on Outdoor Channel Monday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Or 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I can't read. They should replay it at 8.30 as well. <laughs> yeah. They really should. It's right. so good, you can't get enough of that. Uh, big Game Fall Forecast on today's show. Uh, anyways, Craig, man, I think it's wonderful what you guys are doing, uh, becoming a uh, representative for all things deer. Uh, Jim and I totally have your back. Actually, we just we, we just signed up, man. We're, we're members. 
terrific. Thanks for coming in, and thanks for spreading the word. Alrighty. Don't go anywhere. Here's a word from Mark. We will return with Ralph and Vicky and our big game fall forecast. Anyways. That's right. Here's your chance to pipe off and get an inside look into Jim and Trav. Just head for OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com and click on the Fall tab. There you'll find Maybe It Happened by Jim, Trav's take articles, and even some comment boxes. We dare you to check out OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. In fact, we double-dog dare you. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. See and read for yourself. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we <laughs> cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. An Outdoor Channel original series. My name is Louis Tuminaro. I grew up on Long Island. I learned everything there is to know about guns from my pop. There comes a time when every man has to realize their dream. Mine, buying and selling guns out west. So I moved my family, including pops, from Long Island all the way to Hamilton, Montana. I'm here for the love of guns. I'm bringing New York with me. Don't miss the premiere of Outdoor Channel's original series, The Gunfather, coming in October. When you're hunting dangerous game, trouble can sneak up on you from any angle. Well, in the gun cabinet, rust and corrosion can do the same to your guns, and you won't know it until it's too late. Over time, gun care products break down and lose their ability to prevent rust. To protect your equipment, Remington Gun Care reminds you to inspect and clean your guns twice a year, even in climate-controlled environments. Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. The Nissan Frontier is loaded with features perfect for any outdoorsman, like tons of power from a 261-horsepower V6 engine, plus a new feature we're trying out, the game call horn. There's elk, turkey, and mule deer. We're still working on that one, but the Frontier does have the first-in-class Utilitrack cargo-carrying system to strap down your big game. Though cool, the game call horn is not a real feature of the Frontier. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Available features, 2014 Ward Segmentation Small Pickup Class. Properly secure all cargo. So here's the Revolution Weathercast. This weekend looks like some places in the U.S. will get hit by hard rain and loud thunder. That'll be perfect for fishermen in raincoats to yell, There she blows! Other areas can expect small clouds to gather to form one huge penguin cloud, while a few hunters in remote locations will discover that it's too warm for a face mask and just right for a beanie. And no, Jim, today is not perfect sandals with socks weather. And for those of you that we didn't cover, whatever God wants the weather to be, it'll be. So that was the Revolution Weathercast, and you can find it online at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. And now, back to Jim and Trav and their big game fall forecast. The Revolution Weathercast, there's a new segment. Uh, people should really pay attention to that. That's right. I know if all weather was like that, I would. I, I'm going to get a jacket. Yeah, big game fall forecast on today's show. Before the break, though, uh, Craig Doherty. Yeah, National Deer Alliance. Yeah, he, a great job. Executive director of that uh, fine alliance. Uh, just now being joined by a Ralph and Vicky Sianzarulo. Got to check him out Mondays. Archer's Choice. Uh, uh, outdoor Channel. 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Outdoor Channel. Got to watch it. Anyways, Ralph, Vicky, crazy people. How you doing? Hey, it's going good. We're doing well. How about you guys? We're doing pretty good. Not as good as you guys. Uh, a couple weeks ago, you just got back from Alaska uh, doing a little brown bear hunting. How'd that go up there? 
it, it really, I mean, we had a great hunt. The past few years, I've been really determined to try to get one with my bow. And um, it just seems they're winning and I'm losing. But Vicky continues. <laughs> I continue to, to win. So it's bad. <laughs> the plight of Ralph. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, it is. It's just one of those things that happens, you know. He's been trying hard with to get one with his bow. It's his dream. He can't. It's just it's, I always have to come in for the last, you know, the pitch hitter here, and I always finish it off in the ninth and have the trophy. So. Oh, there you my go. God. What a <laughs> that was a load of crap, wasn't it, Ralph? <laughs> yeah, it sure was, buddy, and I'm, I'm just, I just got thrown in it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> did I not just come home with a really big brown bear? A really big brown bear? I can't hear you, Vic. <laughs> yeah. You're cutting out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, she's cutting out. Now, you were just recently, as Travis mentioned earlier, uh, in Alaska on a float trip. Now, what river did you float down in? And uh, you were after brown bear. Uh, tell us a little bit about that trip. We were we we we, we actually floated off a, another a small feeder creek out right out of the Bering Sea, right near Bethel, um, Alaska. Oh yeah, swim river the Delta up there. Yeah, the Delta up there, and we we've hunted up there a bunch with Wade Renfro's. And um, I mean, we I took a a ten foot brown bear there. Wow, with my muzzleloader a few years back, and Vicky's taken three brown bears <laughs> up there now. But none of them are as big as my ten footer. So no, but the one oh, I was nine six, so he's pretty darn close. <laughs> Honey, it's a game of inches and you're losing. <laughs> oh, what's game we want to mention? That's Ar- when I think I'm supposed to just keep my mouth zippered and not make a comment after something like that. Archer's choice Monday, six thirty PM Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. All right, so let's get to a big game fall forecast here. Uh what are you guys seeing uh all across the United States? I mean, you know, we've you had hunt some, everywhere. We've had some problems pop up with disease, you know, chronic wasting disease. Oh so on and yep. so forth. EHD. But it, but it really seems like in certain areas, um, uh, the herds of, of specifically whitetail are really rebounding uh, certain areas. Mule deer are having a problem. Uh, what the, the work that Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation and other organizations are doing with elk is, I mean, they are just really increasing the populations all across the country. What are you guys noticing out there? Well, I think one of the, the, the big things, you know, we've noticed is there's a heck of a lot more education and knowledge of yeah. knowing how to deal with certain situations that we didn't have before. You know, CWD's been around a long time, but because of what's going on, you, you know, I, I think with, with more biologists being familiar with the situation, understanding hunting pressures, and, you know, either regulating license and permit numbers to all of a sudden say, you know what, let's hold off, let's not distribute as much, let's be a little smarter, let's give the herd a chance to recover I mean, thing, things are looking really, really good. And I, I think the other big thing with white-tailed deer is you can turn around and, you know, we're, we're not dealing with the drought like we had before, mm-hmm. which helps, you know, which is not going to turn around and allow, you know, spreading of certain things. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, of course, they uh, they say that the EHD, the hemorrhagic uh, fever, is actually spread by flies in a drought situation. Right. And uh, now you're right there in the mecca of whitetail country, right there in Illinois. Uh, are you seeing any big bucks? We're seeing a good, a very strong crop. And the other, the big plus is a lot of young bucks. We've had a really good season, though, weather-wise. We had a good wet spring to where, you know, all the crops got up in a good time and everything. And then it got, we had a drought for, I don't know, less than, what was it, Ralph, like three weeks or something like that. They went where we went without any rain. But now we've had a ton of rain again. So, I mean, the deer are looking great. And like Ralph said on our spy point cameras, 
we're getting some really good shots, some really good pictures of all these deer coming in, including even some of the fawns. They're just they're they're looking really healthy, healthy this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's talk about management uh, for a second. When you guys go about management, you just mentioned Spy Point uh, trail cameras, a uh, great trail camera. Um, what do you guys really look for when it comes to managing big bucks? Do you go by age? Do you go by genetics? Do you go by a uh, ratio bucks to does? Um, what what is the first step you guys take in management of whitetails? You know, I think I think you hit it right on first. A- age structure. If you can control that somewhat, and and give your herd a little bit of age structure, they're going to pass on genetics anyways. Now, uh, do you use in your food plots and so forth? Do you use a supplement? We can't in Illinois. Ah, you can't use any like like any. Yeah, we can't put any mineral licks, no salt licks, or anything out in Illinois. We can plant food plots, which we do, uh-huh. but we're not allowed in Illinois. You cannot put any kind of mineral lick, bait, anything like that out in Illinois. Yeah, but they also say that Chicago is gun free. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, of a sudden, they're crawling in your property. It's so funny, guys. We, we we you know when we flew in and you know you're you're landing and you're coming over Chicago and we're sitting there and the guy looks over our shoulder and he goes. Did you know that Chicago's like the danger, the most dangerous city in the world now? <laughs> and looked at him and go, hmm, hmm, did you ever hear of gun control? <laughs> it's safer now that Ralph and Vicky are back home. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got to hop online, check them out. Archer's Choice. Uh, also, Outdoor Channel, Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We want to say a big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mountain Seasonings, Cabela's, Lucky Buck, and Remington. Don't go anywhere. Here is a quick word from Mark. We were just talking with Ralph and Vicky Sianzarulo. Got to check them out. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Hey, hey thanks guys. for having us. Thanks for everything you're doing. Keep it going. All right. Hey, our next guest, you're not going to believe this. I know somebody that has a crush on him. Who, who is it? Uh, it would be Tiff. Oh, yeah. Tiff who? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Tiffany Lukowski. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, uh, Leo Lukowski is coming up next, and he's talking about the big game forecast. He's going to have some more uh, fall big game. Uh, what is it called? Big game uh, fall forecast on that show. <laughs> Anyways, Ralph, Vicky, you guys are crazy people. We love you. Thank you so much for coming on. All right. Bye. the coolest place on the planet is yep outdoortrailsnetwork.com keep informed of season dates trending gear and all things jim and trav at outdoortrailsnetwork.com and don't forget to follow the revolution on twitter at twitter.com forward slash underscore otn now there's more predictions to come for the big game fall forecast so don't go anywhere Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Stranded, trapped, hopeless, adrift. She's looking at me, realizing my husband can die. The greatest survival stories of our time. I knew that I was in bad shape. I was just barreling down the glacier. What would you do when your worst nightmare becomes reality? If this didn't work, I had nothing I could do to help him. Fight to survive. And I would watch him die. Don't miss the premiere of Outdoor Channel's original series, Fight to Survive, coming in October. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle combines features of the Ruger American Rifle and innovations of the 1022 Rimfire Rifle to appeal to all bolt-action enthusiasts. It features a modular stock system that provides comb height options for scope or iron sight use, a power bedding integral bedding block system for outstanding accuracy, 
a Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger, and a 1022 style rotary magazine for reliable feeding. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle, another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. Plan the best hunt you can. By purchasing Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls today, call 719-661-4037. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Hey, everybody. Listen up. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Well, hey there. Uh, welcome back to our big game fall forecast. Uh, you know, why do we do that? I hate weathermen, you know. They could, is, be, they could be wrong and still be right. You know, I was actually thinking about that during the break. I wonder what the percentages are when they're actually right. You know, I, I bet it's pretty very, low. very low. I bet it is. If it's like our local weatherman, he said it's sunny. Never. I got to go outside and look. Guys never ride. All right, so uh, before the break, Ralph and Vicky Seance Rulo Archer's Choice on Outdoor Channel uh, Monday, six thirty p.m. Eastern Time. That's who uh, uh, we just heard from. But now we're being joined by Lee Lukoski with Crush. Got to check about Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel Sundays. Yeah, and seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time. And to find out more, just go to the Crush. Dot com. The crush. crush. TV. Crush.tv. That's where you got to go to. Not com. Yeah. Leave the com off. Do TV. This is so cool, Lee. I'm watching it live right now with you, man. We actually, you're probably looking yeah. out can the you, window. Can you run across there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a lot of times, even during the rut, like for me, a lot of times I'll just look at it and see, you know, there's always does in there. If the bucks are starting to chase them does around in there or not. And then when it gets later in the season, I'm always looking to see when they're dropping, when the first ones come in with sheds down, you know. Okay, we need to go out and start hitting some of these, you know, places, you know, the field anyway to start looking for sheds and stuff. That kind of a good way to see at what point all the deer are at, you know. Yeah. Now let's say if they have adequate forage, it hadn't been a tough year, pretty mild winter, uh, that we're not in a drought, and they're really, you know, they're growing their their antlers right now. How much do they actually grow uh, in a daily? Well, when, I don't really know in a day. Um, I know, like they said, you know, an elk antler will grow three inches in a day, but I bet you a lot of these deer will grow. I bet you an, an inch in a day. Really? Um, wow. Yeah. And, you know, at one at some point, like right now, they're slowing down a bunch because a lot of them are pretty well formed. You know, they just have the last couple inches on the tips to go. But four or five weeks ago, boy, you could watch some of them probably an inch a day. That's why a lot of times I'd go check my cameras just like once every five days. And I was always so excited to go check it because, you know, to see what they're doing. So that's yeah. Split starting and it's like, are they going to be a deep fork? Are they going to be just small forks on there so but you know definitely within five days back then you could tell a huge difference in five days yeah now we want to make sure uh, everybody checks out the crush on outdoor channel that is every sunday night 7 30 p.m eastern time uh got to make sure you watch it now what would you do like where we're at here uh in kansas Northwest okay kansas right around us i mean you got everything you could ever want you've got anything from soybeans to corn to wheat uh, Milo, I mean, you name it, we have it right here. So mm-hmm. what would you go about doing? I know first things first, you're going to go get a, a soil sample, a soil test done. Uh, but what would you do to draw them in since there are so many other attractants around, if you want to call it that? What would you do? It, that's exactly it. Everybody always says that, too. I said, you got to get a plant. You know, like I got big cornfields and beans. He says, well, my neighbors have beans. I said, yeah, but they don't in November. Oh uh, yeah, and that's the, that's the difference. You know that you hear that all the time. Well, I don't want to. I need something different because it's all around there. But hey, you know that's what they're used to. If you're in Kansas, I mean that's it's mostly wheat, alfalfa, 
you know, corn, soybeans, not as much, but there's still, you know, a lot of parts, but there's a lot of it. Um, you know, those are things that deer are used to eating. So, you know, they're going to like it. Anytime you go with turnips and rape and that kind of stuff, they're not used to eating it. They won't hit it that hard the first year. But then after it freezes and everything, then they really get on it. Then the next, second and third year that you have it, you know, then they really are on it. But that's the key is to have as much as you can, even though if all your neighbors have it, but they don't have it in November. And that's when you move all those deer onto yours. Now, we, we've asked you this question before, and we get this email from a ton of people, and I'm sure you get asked this uh, as well, Lee. What is a manageable size that is actually going to do good when it comes to a food plot acreage-wise? I mean, can you actually be too small where it's not beneficial? Um, or what? what is like the ideal size for the average guy just getting into it where he can actually say do he's a good got job? The, say he's got a, a quarter section of land, 160 acres. Yeah. What should we put into that as a food plot? I don't think you can do it too small other than... There's some places in the timber and stuff that you even see that throw and grow to kind of grow anywhere. You know, the best types of food for them would be, you know, your clovers and that kind of stuff. And you need to have, you know, probably at least a quarter acre or half an acre, depending on where it is. If it's on the open, if it's out in the middle of a field, then you can do small. I mean, I would rather do like a long strip along a a field edge or something of Mm -hmm. clover or winter wheat or something like that than a smaller round one. But, you know, a lot of times in the timber, you just got to remember, you know, if it's next to trees, those tree roots go out, you know, 20, 15, 20 yards from like a big tree and they zap all your moisture and nutrients out from a field. And then if there's trees there, you know, you don't get a lot of sunlight in it. So you, you, you won't have a super successful tiny field if it's in the yeah. timber there. So most of my timber ones are like an acre, probably maybe a little, little lower. I mean, maybe some little smaller than that in uh-huh. the timber. But the thing is, like, a lot of mine, I don't like to have them round. I like to have, you know, so I can shoot across them, at least have pinch points. But make sure you, if you like, I want to endose them. Make sure you endose them east and west in direction, not north and south. You, you, that way you get the most sunlight in there. Yeah. You know, if you have them north and south, you got noon, you get sun in there, and that's it. Uh-huh. So if you, you have a longer, skinny one, if you have it in the timber, try to find something that's east and west. So it'll get the most amount of sunlight in there you can. But, you know, a quarter acre, half acre, I mean, it, all that stuff is going to, you know, especially if you do it like in clover or winter wheat, it, it, you know, it can withstand a lot of grazing pressure in there. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Lee Lukoski, and boy, he is telling us exactly what he's doing right now. You ought to be thinking about doing some of the same things to your food plots and make that whole management experience great. And so far, uh, Trav, he's seen an increase in the number of partridge. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> you need to be like Lee. You got to get a, you got to get some stubble. You've got to get a deer cam, okay, and, and stream it twenty four hours live. Now, where can we find you online, Lee? Crush.tv. I'm listening to you talk and I'm watching the video. It's like the whole experience. Yeah. <laughs> I need some popcorn now. <laughs> oh, look, there's there's <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you, yeah, you'll see. If you go on there like at 7 o'clock, between like 7 and dark, there'll be, you know, there's several deer that are, you know, in the 170s and 180s. Uh, you'll see. If you, if you watch it every morning, every night, there's deer in there every day. There you go. All right, hop online, check them out, thecrush.tv. Also check them out on Outdoor Channel every Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. You need to implement the practices that Mr. Lukoski was just talking about, and you can crush the management on your property. Well, here we want to say a special thank you to Outdoor Channel, Ruger, High Mountain Seasonings, Cabela's, and Extreme Beam. Got to get to a break. Here is a word from Mark. Mr. Lee, man, thank you so much. You're awesome, buddy. Hey, thank you, guys. You bet. 
Hey, coming up next is Jordan Miller's Run to Gun. Who's Jordan Miller with Run to Gun? It's one of those. He's going to tell us how to get in shape for uh, this fall hunting season. I don't I, like running. I hate walking. Don't go anymore. We got more uh, big game fall forecast to come. We'll return in a minute. At OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com, you'll find a complete station guide, air times, and archive shows from weeks past. That's OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com, and the boys will commence their big game fall forecast after this brief word from our sponsors. Thank you. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. High Mountain Seasonings makes wild game that much better. When you add High Mountain Seasonings brines, rubs, shakers, marinades, dips, and seasoning kits. Yum. Order your favorites at HIMTNJerky.com today. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel, Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Exciting news, everyone. What the hell are you? You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. What do you eat? Like a, a calorie a day? Is that it? You eat a little egg, egg, a little egg white in the morning. You eat a five ounces of chicken at lunch and five ounces of beef in the evening. And, you know, a couple of Diet Dr. Peppers in between. And, that's and do those taste good oh, after 10 do. days? Yeah. It tastes like cheesecake. See, that's the problem. Is I don't want to cut anything out of my life to lose weight or to be healthy. We are talking about a Seems like every time you lose weight, I gain it. Fall forecast on today's show. <laughs> we need to get ready, though. Yeah. Prepared. I was, t- I, I was told once that you should drink. I think, I'm. don't quote me on this, you should drink half of your body weight in ounces every single day. So if you're a 200-pound guy, you should drink 100 ounces of water daily. Yeah, and then I you don't can know take a true. bath in it. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't so, know. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, hop on our website, OutdoorShowsNetwork.com. We have not mentioned that really this show. Damn shame. We should do that more. <laughs> All right, pretty cool new website. Anyways, just now being joined by Jordan Miller, and he's the main man there at Run2Gun talking about getting healthy for the... Uh, Hunting Up and coming hunting season, yeah. Yeah. Now, Jordan, that, that's the problem is, I mean, like, you got Jimmy. I'm going to use him because he's a great bad example. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's nothing he's got, better. He's got everything a guy could ever want. I mean, when it comes to gear, clothing, accessories, for when he's out in the field, but he doesn't do crap physically-wise, you know, to get ready, in shape. Do you find that more? most people do that? Sorry I had to throw you under the bus, Jimmy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I did. Yeah, I'm getting fumes now. But that's true, isn't it, Jordan? 
You know, that's exactly right. We spend so, I mean, so much of our energy is spent on having the best equipment. Uh, we put so much effort and time in planning this and a ton of money into planning big hunts that, you know, what gets thrown in the backseat and often that's, you know, our nutrition, our workouts, the time we're spent that, that can really determine the success of that hunt. And if that's not, you know, that if your time's not balanced that way, you're not even going to have as much fun on your hunt. We, we're really all about making it so the journey and the whole process of your hunt is enjoyable. You don't have one negative thought when you look back on that elk hunt or whatever hunt you're doing. Uh, it, whether you kill the animal or not, it's you're going to have a blast, man, because you're not sore for 14 days and you get home afterwards. Well, you know, uh, I, I, I've been on this nutrition program uh, out of New Mexico, and uh, mm-hmm. it does boost your energy. But at the same time, you do have to curb what you eat. You know, you said you throw in the back, uh, you know, all of the workouts and stuff. I throw moon pies and RCs in the back seat. <laughs> you know, the nutrition side of it's huge. It's just like you said, it's going to power you through a workout. It's going to power you also out on the field, whatever you're packing. Now, obviously, what I'm packing in my pack on a big hunt may be a little different than what I'm eating at home on a day-to-day basis because you got to pack in lighter. You need to pack some very dense foods, high in fat, high in carbohydrates, keep your energy levels up. But that's, you know, if, if you can get the nutrition curb, like you said, um, months beforehand, get into some good habits, lower that body fat, increase some lean muscle tissue, and you're going to have a lot more energy for your hunt. Yeah. Now, I want to touch on two things uh, real quick, Jordan. Okay. Once again, uh, Jordan Miller, run to gun. You, you guys specifically make like regimens to either tweak your weakness, make it better. You you tailor fit your programs, right? That's completely correct. Okay. Now, question for you. When you're going to lose weight and get into a healthier lifestyle, okay, should this be done through hard work and not through like a supplement as in like a diet pill to boost your metabolism? Also, CrossFit is such a huge thing right now, and I think it's a bunch of crap because it's a social meeting. It's a social gathering. And let's face it, if you didn't have that support team, uh, that's the only reason you're there. You really need to change the way you think and how you approach things. And if you have to have a support system, and this is my own personal belief here, Jordan, if you have to have Mm -hmm. a support system to hold you up, you're destined to fail because you didn't change your outlook on life. Uh, You know what? That's exactly right. I'll just go ahead and touch on that right away. Um, you know, motivation is very intrinsic. It's, it's about you. Yeah. And, uh, and what I am here for is to help you through that and to have a little bit of accountability and to teach you the proper way to exercise, to help you guide you through your nutrition and make adjustments as we go, because that's also needed. Um, and, uh, and exactly, uh, across the plan, I'm not trying to badmouth anything here, because any kind of exercise is, is great if you're, if you're getting going, but, yeah. um, it might not, fit you personally. What you need might be different than what a whole group of people needs. Um, and that obviously can, can maybe increase the risk of, uh, of getting hurt. So and that's, what we, that's what we're trying to do, the opposite of that. We don't want to get hurt. We want to make it so our chances of injury, um, pulling muscle, breaking leg, anything like that is less out in the field. Yeah. Do you find that a lot of people, when they get on the program, uh, I know that I do, I find more excuses why not to do it than why to do it. Uh, you know, the yeah. other day, the other day I got a bruised hangnail and I didn't go work out. <laughs> hey, you know what? You're not alone in that situation. Really common. It's easy to get distracted during the day, especially if you're if you're trying to work out after work. You know, you have a long day. You just want to go home and see the family. But it's amazing what 20, 30 minutes, if you can just go hard for that long on days that you don't want to do it. Maybe your normal routine is closer to an hour and you just know that's not going to happen that day. But 
go bust tail for 15, 20 minutes, man, and you're going to feel so much better about yourself. Now, do you encourage your clients to, like, put the uh, aesthetics aside? You know, everybody wants to have this lean, muscly, trim body. call me body. the situation. Yeah, <laughs> my situation is a situation of difficulty. <laughs> um, but do you more or less encourage them to go by how they feel rather than looks? I do, and and – we're all guilty of that. I, I love the aesthetic side of things, and I, I do help some bodybuilders, things like that as well, because uh-huh. um, it's fun, man. I love it. But yeah, uh, you know, when it comes to sports performance, it's not always how you look, and and that's what we're trying to be in the field as hunters is we're trying to be athletes, man. And that's you don't have to be five percent body fat to be one heck of an athlete. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Jordan Miller. Of course, he has run to gun. That's R U N. The number two gun. You should run to his website right now when you're out of breath. Uh, become a member with a, a, with a Twinkie in your hand. You should do that. You know, put all the junk food away. Let, let's actually get serious, though. You know, uh, we do we do need to uh, uh, curtail our nasty habits in America. I, I haven't I, seen my toes in years. I know. Jim doesn't even have toes. All right, one more time. Where can we find you online, Jordan? At run2gun.com, or you can watch our TV show at carbontv.com as well. Yeah, I can give you a really good close-up of my belly button. Yeah, he's got a beautiful belly button. <laughs> and on that note, we got to get to a break. Big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mountain Seasonings, Cabela's, Remington, and Lucky Buck. Don't go anywhere. Here's a quick word from Mark. Uh, Jordan, man, thank you so much. We appreciate everything you you do and for coming on to tell us about Run to Gun, buddy. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having us on. Let's get to work out sometime, man. For honest reviews of hunting, fishing, camping, and other outdoor gear, be sure to listen to our Buyer Bust reviews at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com that are located under the Expert Advice tab. So get informed, stay entertained, and shop wisely with expert advice from the revolution at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. It's another exciting episode of Buy or Bust on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Buy or Bust. It's Buy or Bust, right? That's it. All right, so Buy or Bust, what are we, what are we talking about here? We're going to talk about a Daisy BB gun. That's and right. You know, I, there's probably not a kid whose father loved the outdoors hasn't uh, had a Daisy BB gun that was, one time in their life. That was the first gun uh, if you want to call it a gun. I mean, it's a BB gun, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I mean. You it has a guess. projectile. You shoot your eye out, but, you know, you don't shoot your eye out very often. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, Only the, the twice. Recoil, it's a great way to get started. Um, you don't have to worry about recoil. Um, they, I mean, if you're little, they can be hard to cock, but that they're that little. They shouldn't be playing with it by themselves. Yeah. Well, the thing that, that I learned, you know, I had my first BB gun when I was five, and yeah. it was a daisy. Matter of fact, it was a Red Rider rifle. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, yeah. you know, one thing it taught you, you know, you, you, you shoot at a tin can and all of a sudden that tin, that, that uh, BB is hitting, you know, blink, six blink, feet. Blink. Sh- well, it's hitting short. So you realize that you've got to raise up. Compensate. So you, yeah. So you, you learned windage, mm-hmm. you know, and elevation from that. And uh, it, it's just a great teaching tool. And plus you can have a lot of fun. You can shoot you know, 500 rounds for five bucks or something. You know, it's pretty cheap. Well, you know, my my girls, I think we got them the pink carbine. I mean, uh-huh. it's like model. Well, it's like it, a it came out, thing. Yeah, it came out in the late 90s, I think. Yeah, pretty cool. The pink model. I mean, 39 bucks. 
for a Daisy BB gun. They're going to last forever. If you want to go like with an old model, I think is like 105 buck or whatever. They're only $29. It's such a great way to get kids started um, in shooting sports. They're not going to get hurt. You can learn them the proper technique on how to handle a firearm, how to mount it, how you squeeze the trigger. You don't pull it, how to aim. All this can be done on a BB gun. It's it's such a great tool for 29 bucks. There, I, Frank just pulled it up. $29.99 online. Buyer bus. This is definitely a buy. I'm gonna tell you what, Jimbo. How old are you? 52 now. <laughs> anyway, I'm just making that up. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, no. At 52 years old, do you own a Daisy BB gun? I still have one. He still has one. I have one. My yeah, kids the, have one. The thing I like about Daisy is you can actually shoot them inside. They have these little traps that you can buy, and uh, it it actually captures that BB. You can. And you I can don't reuse it. Recommend that. All right, no, they're pretty cool. It's a great way to get kids involved. Uh, go check them out. I think I think it's like Daisy.com, right, Frank? Yep, Frank says Daisy.com. Uh, they got a whole bunch. You can get pistols, rifles, slingshots, ammo, optics, accessories, collectibles, uh, anything you want. I go, you know, they're not a sponsor of ours. I just think they're such a neat thing. Yeah. Also, you can get them at the big box stores like Cabela's. Cabela's. The world's foremost outfitter of Daisy Air Rifles. Tell them uh, you heard about it on the show and they'll probably give it to you. All right, buy or bust. Got to get to a break. Go check out. It is definitely a buy. Not a bust. Daisy uh, Rifles. BB guns. They're cool. I don't know what to call them. Daisy.com. Daisy.com. Got to get to a break. Peace out. Tune in next time for another exciting episode of Buy or Bust with Jim and Trav on The Revolution. Perceive what lies ahead. Changing. Contemplate revolution. The threshold of a new world. Changing. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, I know where I'm going hunting this year. Where? Uh, outside. Yeah. There you go. You can go anywhere in the United States and, and harvest something. You know, I want to say, everybody, go join the National Deer Alliance if you haven't right already. Right now, you can Craig, do it while Craig, you're listening. Craig Dorty, such a great guy, executive director. Also, uh, big thank you to him, Rafa Vicky, Sianzarulo, uh, Lee Lakoski, Crush Man, uh, Jordan Miller, Run 2 Gun. Holy crap. You bought uh, good people. Mrs. Bunny, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, hey, and we want to thank our 430 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer, Mark Canary, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right. Get outdoors this weekend. Uh, take a Bible with you. Read to some kids. Go fishing. Have a good time. Uh, get baptized. Could be cold, though. <laughs> it it might be cold, cold so uh, take y- a blanket. Y- yeah. <laughs> Anyways, got to get to a break. Local news weather is coming up next. We love you. Peace out. Talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.